You're listening to Seated to Serve with business leader and community activist Jeff Bickerstaff, connecting the dots between community, business, and family. Now, here's your host, Jeff Bickerstaff. My guest today is Angela Mattingly. She is the Community Relations Director for the Avenues of Park Forest. Welcome, Angela. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, as uh, we were talking before the show started, I'm a real big believer in uh, long-term care and long-term care insurance, since that's what I do. But I'd like to have uh, experts in the industry on the show because I think a lot of people just don't realize what's involved with assisted living. I think a lot of people, certainly from my generation, think of assisted living, if you will, as nursing homes. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that anymore. At least that's what I've been told. Yeah. And so that's why you're here, Uh (laughs) to educate us. So what's the... You know, someone that just doesn't really, they've heard the word and maybe they do think nursing home. What's the first thing you would tell somebody how that's not really how it is anymore? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think assisted living and senior living in general has evolved so much uh, over the past several years, many, many years. And people do a lot of times give senior living that stigma of a nursing home. Everyone went into one maybe when they were younger. And so we face that objection a lot of times and people come in surprised when they come into tour because they know they may need to move mom and dad somewhere and they're scared and they're stressed out because they think of a nursing home and they come in they're surprised because there's activities going on there's people that are living independent lives um, great quality of life and that's not what they expected no I I agree Uh, my generation generation x would is probably probably forged that thought that's not really correct, I guess you could say. And you're right, because even when I visited, there, I visited all different kinds of facilities in relation to, to long-term care insurance, but uh, but every facility is a little different too. So what's something that, uh, my parents, that's, I'm a good example, my parents are in their 70s. Now, I'm we're fortunate because they, they still live on their own at, at my house, and we're very thankful for that wow. because they don't have to have that but they might someday and I think that's one of the things as as her child is even though I've I'm I'm not in your industry per se but obviously I've dealt a lot with long-term care insurance Mm -hmm. and got to know it better it's uh it's one of those things to where I feel like that even me I might not know everything or be as familiar with it as, as maybe I should be and so when I when if and when I had to take my parents there, um, what what questions should I ask? Uh, you know, because I don't think I know what to start to ask. Yeah, um, I think that a great first place to start is you know get all the information, get the rates, what's offered, what's included in base, and you know do they have different levels of care? A really great thing I've seen too with some families is they actually want to meet with a family member of a resident that lives at our community currently. And oh. I think that's a great option. We've got that, some yeah. family members that are more than willing to talk with them about the process of moving. It's great to know that there's other people that have shared in that journey. You're not alone. Uh, meeting with a nurse is a great option before. So you can learn about the nurse's processes and how that works with medication management and the services that are available to your loved one. Um, and the ED, meet, meet all the staff. And I also, I think it's great when a prospect asks if they can talk to a current family member because they're going to be honest. I never would have thought of that, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I guess at your facility, that that's, I guess it would depend on 
who is willing to talk to him, I guess. You uh-huh. can't Absolutely. make him talk to him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Local DFW businesses, advertising keeps your businesses front and center in the marketplace. The OBBM network offers targeted reach into the markets you want to dominate. Advertise on the OBBM network for radio, podcast, and television exposure directly where you want it. Area chambers and people groups value knowing service providers they can trust for themselves and trust when giving quality referrals. Advertising strategically is key to successful ROI. Discover what local DFW business advertising on the OBBM network can do for you. Call 214-714-0495 to find out more today. And go to theoffbeatbusiness.com to download your free copy of the Definitive Local Business Digital Media Guide. That's 214-714-0495, offbeatbusiness.com. Do you find that you have residents that live there that are, that are willing to do that? Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So okay. we've got residents that we've got ambassadors at our community oh, okay. that want to meet anyone that comes in the door <laughs> and shake their hand and tell them how much they love the avenues. So it's really a community. And that's what we want it to be when they're starting to look where they're going to uh, move their mom or dad. We want them to feel that sense of community. As soon as they come in, there's not a question that they can't ask us. And if they want to meet family members, residents before, you know, that's that's available to them. Well, now I've heard the analogy before of an assisted living facility is a cruise ship on land. Yes. <laughs> it's number one, is that accurate? I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So since it's accurate, number two is what type of activities do, do most facilities provide for residents to participate in? Yeah. So it really depends on the residents that we have in our building. So we have a great passion program that we set up to be able to get all of the information from our residents, what they used to love to do, what they still love to do, and really cater our programs to their needs and what they like. So our calendar, you know, may we may add an event based off of a new resident that moved in. We don't create it just off what we think seniors might like to do, but what our residents like to do. So, I mean, we can do Green Thumb Club. We've got an art throb club that they'll they'll do, like, painting with a twist style hmm. uh, all the way to happy hours and book clubs and everything of that sort. Okay, so I had to ask this because I saw this in another facility. So do y'all have, like, a mini movie theater? We do. Okay. So is that is that is that com- is that more and more prevalent in these type facilities? I think so. Okay. They like to do movie movies during the day, really, because after dinner they like to wind <laughs> down. Um, but they'll do movies and popcorn. Um, that's another kind of activity that they like to do. And uh, now nah, I'm going to show my age here. Bingo. Yep. Absolutely. Is that still popular? Yes, they okay. they do like bingo. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I heard it gets pretty heated. Sometimes. It does. <laughs> if you're calling bingo, you you better speak really loud so they can hear you because yes, they I, won't I, be happy. <laughs> I've heard I've heard uh, yeah I've heard some uh, it, some um, quite uh, interesting stories. I'll put that way. Uh-huh. They're on time. <laughs> they're ready to go with their all their coins and everything. Uh, it's great. <laughs> so whoever's doing bingo better know how to do it. Yep. Okay. I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or it's gonna be trouble. Yep. Well, and and I know. That's very important. Like with my parents, I know they're used to a certain lifestyle right now because they mm-hmm. live at home and they have the freedom to go anywhere if you want, anytime they want, and go eat this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
again, I think the perception out there is that when you go to a facility like this, that, uh, you know, there's, there's curfew, there's this, there's that. But again, I just want to put that out there. I don't really get the sense that that's the case. Although I'm sure there are some rules, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. There, I think the biggest stigma of senior living first impressions would be that they're going to lose their independence or family members looking to put one of their loved ones into a community thinking that they're taking away their independence and they feel a sense of guilt. But they're really enhancing it because if they're at the point where they can't live at home anymore, they come to a place they can still maintain that independence, but they can get the help that they need while they're there and still enjoy all the activities and everything that they have to offer. Well, that's a great point. So from from a health standpoint, is there medical staff available or is mm-hmm. it how, how does that part work? Again, especially if you're, like you said, there's a guilt involved and, you know, uh, hey, I'm going to, at least back in the day, I'm going to ship you off to, well, but, you speak yeah. a nursing home. But of course, we know now that that's not really the case. But, but again, though, you, you bring up a great point because of the guilt part. So... You are not what you eat. You are what you absorb. Air, water, and nutrients are vital to your health. Today's lifestyles are bombarded with electromagnetic frequencies. Absorbing these frequencies are linked to brain fog, to illness and diseases, down to the cellular level. I am Brenda Wakefield. Go to betterhealthbrenda.com to discover how you can protect your family, work and living spaces, your mind and your body without disconnecting from your wireless lifestyle. BetterHealthBrenda.com, BetterHealthBrenda.com. How can you help me feel better as a, as a child, this, of, of, you know, for my parent to say, hey, it's, they are going to actually have a better life? Mm-hmm. Uh, a good way to do that is also inviting them to activities to come in or have lunch, try out the food, try out the activities before they're moving in so they can see what is offered at the community uh, and know that their loved one will be cared for and they will have their needs met. Um, so just having those hard conversations from the very beginning is a very important Well, you know, that's step. a great point because I, I, I'm assuming that when you have parents come in, uh, or, well, children come in, I guess. Do you find more often than not that that hasn't happened yet? Or do you find that some people are come in a little bit better prepared? Because I'm assuming if they're not prepared, that kind of makes your job a little more mm-hmm. difficult in the beginning. It it varies. I've mm-hmm. seen so many different things. Um, and a good way to start that conversation for some that may be nervous about starting that conversation, oh, or maybe they, they planted the seed, right. but mom shot it down and said, no way, I wouldn't go there. A good option is, like I said, we'll come out for lunch, come out for an activity. Let's just see. We're not making you do anything yet, but just see. Let's see how it is. You may enjoy it. You may like it. You may make some friends. That's a, again, that's, boy, that's such an important point as far as even starting the conversation, because I imagine that's, that happens a lot. I imagine that you're talking to your parents and they kind of shut you down pretty quick. Well, and that's hard to overcome, I think, for some. They've people. lived independent lives. I'm they're they've had jobs, they've managed companies, they've been in the military, they've lived full lives. So 
sometimes it does feel like someone may be taking independence away. And so right. they may deny, I don't need help. I don't need help. I've taken care of myself and raised you my whole life. <laughs> right. uh, so just re- reminding them that it's not taking that away, involving them in the decision is yes, huge. That's, that's, that's a good point because, yeah, you're right. Because if they feel like they're being forced to do it, then you're going to have a lot of resistance along mm-hmm. the way. And Quite frankly, that just make it bad for everybody. Even mm-hmm. even when it gets to y'all, y'all are going to be dealing with. I'm assuming you know you're going to be dealing with someone that doesn't want to be there, mm-hmm. and doesn't really matter. I, I, I'm assuming you've experienced that. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I'm sure you've had experiences to where everybody's on the same page and, hey, I, I'm just I'm ready to go. And then there's others that it doesn't matter what you say. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be convinced. Well, if they're not safe at home anymore, then sometimes it becomes more of a difficult mm-hmm. conversation for the family member that they, they have to. They have no choice. They need to be somewhere that's safe. Yeah. Maybe they're not managing their meds correctly anymore, and that's causing a whole whirlwind of other things. Uh, or they, they need some assistance during the day. So it is a conversation that sometimes is harder for others. But you would see a lot of the time that if someone do- is resistant to moving in, they give them 90 days and they may actually be having a great time. And most likely they usually are. Well, and, and like you said, more importantly, you have the facilities to take care of them, whether it's acti- everything from activities to, to medical mm-hmm. assistance. Well, we're having a great time talking to Angela. When we come back from our break, we are going to talk about how much it costs to have these great activities every day. We're talking with Angela and we'll be back right after these messages. Parting with a home that you've loved, growing into the next phase of your life? Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation with tender loving care. The Martin team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M-A-R-T-E-N-Team.com. Go to martinteam.com today. And we're back. We're talking to Angela Madding Lee. She is the Community Relations Director for the Avenues of Park Forest. That's quite a mouthful there. So I want to make sure I got all that in. Well, Angela, you know, you've you've brought out a lot of great information on I would call the beginning of the conversation of ultimately moving into an assisted living facility. And then you know what? Like you said, you can get to the point where everybody's on the same page. And hey, you know what? At first, maybe as a parent, I wasn't ready to do that, but now I'm accepted it, ready to go. And hey, I even like this place because you know Angela did such a great job explaining what how great this place is. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of the conversation happens, and of course, what I mean by that is the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in my experience in insurance, uh, I I, I kind of see those numbers all the time, and the best way I can think to describe that is sobering. <laughs> Yes. I'm not kidding, y'all. Uh, it's just, it, 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 I think it, the cost, for some people, they don't grasp that at first. So, uh, you know, in, in general, uh, for a, a standard entry, if you will, uh, what should children and their parents be thinking about looking at as far as how they're going to pay for all this? Yeah. So I would say investing in saving up and making a plan early on is so important. Because it really depends on the levels of care that they need. Uh, and we will also want to make sure we're having honest conversations about what they need, regardless of what that will cost, because we want to make sure we're providing them with the services that they really, really need. So it can start all the way from, you know, down to 
2500 all the way up. There's some communities that can be up to 7000 8000 a month, and it also really depends on the care that they're receiving as well. Right. And, and uh, you know, and as you as I talked to other guests before, yes, there there always is a pretty good range on the low end and the high end, but it's not just the you know, I always kind of jokingly say it's not just how nice the place is. Like you said, there that's certainly part of it, but mm-hmm. like I said, what level of care do they have to have? And so I guess my next question would be, you know, take that price point anywhere from 2500 to 7000 And I know that's just general. It obviously mm-hmm. could be more than that or in between. But when you get to the point where so, maybe someone just use round numbers, say, okay, you've picked this level of activity. It's, it's 4000 a month. But when they get in, I'm assuming based on medical needs, that could change what I say on the fly. Is that correct? It could change? Yes. So we will reassess uh, quarterly and unless we see a change, we'll assess before then. So it can be kind of fluid. Care levels can actually go backwards or they can go up if they uh, need more care, they need less care. So it's really catered to exactly what they need. We can make their care plan for them based on their needs. So from a care standpoint, just kind of walk us through like what a minimum type care would be to what's the maximum intensive care, if you will, that y'all would offer, or most places would offer. Yeah. So, you know, the very beginning of kind of where care starts would be, we're going to need some reminders. So maybe we need to remind you that it's lunchtime or, hey, let's um, let's go do this, the, uh, some minimal assistance, occasional assistance with things. That might be the beginning of starting to need assistance all the way to full assist with transferring, you know, to and from wheelchair all the way to, you know, management of incontinence and toileting and bathing and all of that. It's something you would see in a, in a memory care type. I would, I say memory care, but someone that needs assistance. All higher time. level. Yes. Yeah. Higher level of care. And that's obviously going to affect the cost mm-hmm. uh, of minimal care versus what I just, would yeah. Making sure we can provide those services to that specific resident and give devote the time from our care staff, uh, it, it will vary based on the needs. Well, I tell my clients all the time, that, and you, you said it very well in the beginning, is that the best thing you can do is pre- prepare beforehand financially uh, because then you're much better suited to uh, take on that expense. Because I think in anybody's mind, you know, $2,500 a month, Obviously, seven thousand, eight thousand dollars a month—that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but you know, we care about our loved ones, and we we want what's best for them. And while in theory we'll spend whatever amount of money we would on our loved ones, we don't always literally have that to spend per se. That affects what type of care you can have. I'm assuming. So it really depends because. You can go to a community that can offer all the care and still stay in the price range generally, or you can go to a community that their rates start higher because they have a putting green and they have, oh, you know, so you. it okay, really, yeah. it really depends on the type of community that you're choosing, the location that you're choosing, but every, just like apartments, every apartment, every community, they're just going to start with a different range. And then from that range, the care will build. 
What makes a trade show event an experience people remember? Attendees show up for the attractor factor, and if you don't have it, they'll walk away and forget you were there. Work with the experienced team of professionals at the trade group to maximize your marketing dollar in creative, impressive ways that keep them coming back for more. The Trade Group offers a full range of products and services that meet new budgets with TLC and give experienced exhibitors polish that pays off time and time again. Have an awesome event every time. Set up your consultation today at tradegroup.com. Experiential marketing delivers exceptional attendee participation rates and keeps you top of mind when it's time to buy. Stop by the Carrollton, Texas showroom and discover the possibilities. Trust the Trade Group. Tradegroup.com for events that draw a crowd. That's tradegroup.com. I remember looking for apartments way back when. And uh-huh. boy, you're, that's a good analogy because when I first graduated from college, I got an apartment because my parents said, you're not living with us anymore. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, thinking back on that, all, not all apartments are the same. There's a range. Uh, yeah. And amenities. And, and What's it, offered. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. What you're saying is, is uh, assisted living facilities are really no different in that regard that, hey, if you want to go, and I'll just, I'll, my words, I'll just, if you want to go to the country club version. Yes. Uh, you're going to pay for that. Even if you have minimal care, you're going to pay more for that. Yes. Uh, to whereas another facility that, heck, they don't have the amenities that you even care about. But they still offer the care you so need. So if they care you want, then mm-hmm. that might be more appealing mm-hmm. to you. Now, for, you know, in your experience, like I said, and I, I tell my clients this all the time, the sooner you can start planning for long-term care, the better. That's why I'm such a big advocate of long-term care insurance. Because, uh, you know, we all want to spend our money on the fancy toys and TVs now. And I, I get all that. Of course, I'm in insurance. I deal with risk. So <laughs> this, mm-hmm. this, this is a, a, a form of risk, financial risk, that you could incur down the road. And so, I'm, like I said, I counsel my clients on this. But if, if, if they somehow didn't come to me beforehand, what would um, – do y'all offer, or does the industry, if you will, offer tips and counseling before you get there? Or is it more like, hey, well, I hope you had everything in order beforehand? I definitely do try and help families. So a big question that I do ask as well is, are they a veteran or are they a surviving spouse of a veteran? Because oh. there there are other options and alternatives to um, get pensions and things like that. So, And sometimes they don't even know that there is... VA in attendance available to them okay. or they didn't know. So connecting them with those kinds of things sometimes help them uh, meet that budget. Well, that's a great point. So in other words, th- for some people, and you use the example of veterans, uh, there could be other assistance out there. Uh, but I'm assuming your easiest customer is someone that's already planned for it ahead of time and said, hey, here's here's what I have to offer you. That's the easiest one that you Generally. <laughs> Percentage-wise, I mean, I know it's just rough, but What's the percentage of people that have, have done that and not versus not done that? Huh. It's okay. I, I mean, I kind of have, I kind of feeling what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's, it's hard to really know, but it does make me very sad to see when it doesn't yeah. um, happen. And I wish there was something more I could do. Right. And, and that's a great point. Cause really at that point, your hands are kind of tied. I'm assuming mm-hmm. cause you can, you can tell them what you offer and you can, and this would be true of any facility you can tell them what you offer and then you obviously are going to be able to tell them based on what they're looking for what it's going to cost and if they 
for whatever reason, if they can't afford that, then that, uh, unfortunately, that's you really can't help them. Or it falls they, back on the the adult children. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That may pitch in together. Right. Well, that's why you know I'll, I'll say it. I've said it so many times. I'll keep pounding it that you know when you're as a child if, of, a, of a parent, we 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 all have a pretty good idea how our parents are and what their needs are, especially when you get older, like me. Is that okay? It's it's. I think you, you kind of alluded to this earlier that you know, your parents did a lot for you and raised you and <laughs> took care of you and maybe paid for your college and yeah. or helped pay for your college or whatever. And uh, yeah, there there's when now that they're in a position where they can't do everything themselves, but you know, as a child can. Uh, I, I I tell my clients all the time that you know now's the time to start planning yes. for that. Uh, because you can make your money work for you uh, a lot better when you start early and grow it. And then when you do need it, you can, I, I, it's, I always talk about financial freedom. And in this regard, if you plan ahead with a policy or, or savings or whatever you want to do, you would have the freedom to go to whichever facility that you wanted to go to. Yes. And th- as, as much as it, you might not want to go initially, depending on whether you feel like you want to go to a facility or not. But you definitely want to, if you do have to make that decision, you definitely want to go to the facility that you want. Yes. You know, and be happy, quote unquote. Yeah, and there's options with every with every price range. Well, I guess the last thing I would ask you is, if, if there's one thing, I know it's hard to narrow it down to one thing, but if, it's, if there's one thing that uh, parents or children should be looking at when it comes to long-term care, uh, assisted living, things like that, you know, uh, other than obviously the financial part of it, uh, what's the one thing we should be thinking about? I think when you get to that point, do, do the homework ahead of time. And when you get to that point, I see a lot of times the first step is the hardest one. Okay. So taking that first step and going out and touring, it's easy to make excuses, uh, and justify that they might be able to live at home another year, another oh, two years, yes, but yeah. you don't want to wait till something happens. So just take the first step and then you'll meet someone that's going to help you with the next steps. That first step is always hardest. It's isn't the it? hardest. <laughs> but it you're, is. you're here to help us with that. Right? Yes. <laughs> well, Angela, it was great having you on the show today. Uh, how can people find you, get a hold of you if they want to talk to you down the road? Yeah, they can uh, call the community, the avenues of park forest, and they also are welcome to go to our website. It's www.avenuesofparkforest.com or reach out to our managing company, Civitas Senior Living. Well, Angie, thank you for what you do. It's uh, a great service uh, for parents and children because it's not an easy discussion to have. And uh, we appreciate people like you that help make it just a little bit easier. We appreciate that. Thank you. Angela, we'll have you back. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. If you or your business is interested in being a guest or advertising on the Seed of the Turf show, please call 972-771-4992, or you can email me at jeff at bickerstaffinsurance.com. That's jeff at bickerstaffins.com. That's it for this episode of Seed of the Serve. We're connecting the dots between business, community, and family. Have a great day, everyone.
You've been listening to Seated to Serve with Jeff Bickerstaff. To be a guest on Seated to Serve or to advertise your business, contact 972-771-4992. Seated to Serve is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Seated to Serve each Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-771-4992 for guest and sponsor information today.